building a company from nothing is freaking hard. Us entrepreneurs are expected to deal with unimaginable challenges and somehow keep a cool head through it all. This is The Art of Entrepreneurship, and I'm your host, Jackie Hermes. I grew my company, Excelity, from zero to seven figures with no partners and no funding. The Art of Entrepreneurship is a show where we cut through the BS and dig into what it actually takes to start and grow a company. If you give me your time, I promise it won't be wasted. Now let's get to work. Hello and welcome back to The Art of Entrepreneurship. Today's topic is feedback is a gift even when it sucks. Feedback definitely is a gift and this is a super corny saying that brings eye rolls all around when your boss says it like feedback is a gift. You need to take the feedback Today, I want to make a case around why it actually is a gift, why it's so dang hard to give and how to do it in the best possible way. The advice that I'm going to give today is a little bit of a blend between what I've learned and a training that my friend Matt did for my team at Excelity last year, which was just super insightful and I think has helped all of us have have better conversations with each other. So shout out to Matt. I will leave his LinkedIn profile in the show notes if you want to check him out or hire him for a similar training for your company. So feedback is a gift. I'm going to keep saying it. Everyone is really motivated to bring the best version of themselves to the table. And you can't do that unless you're actually getting feedback. And I think we all know that growth comes when you are uncomfortable. Growth doesn't come when you're just sitting in your comfortable little state and you're surrounded by yes men who are scared to give you feedback. You're never going to grow that way. It's also important to know that being clear is being kind. When you are vague with feedback or you pat it so much that people don't actually understand what you're saying, that is not actually kind. Usually if you feel a pit in your stomach or if you're scared to say something or you're scared to have a conversation, it's probably the exact time that you should be having that conversation. There are lots of reasons that giving feedback is so difficult and I'm going to name off a few of them. Well, maybe more than a few. I have a huge list here. So let's see how far we get. Number one is perception. I think a lot of people fear how they sound to others and how feedback is going to be taken. And no one really wants to hurt other people's feelings. I guess maybe there are some people that are out to hurt feelings, but I would say the vast majority of us do not want to hurt other people's feelings. And sometimes tough feedback is taken personally and hurts other people's feelings. Another reason is that people say they don't have time, which if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you know is an excuse. You have time for everything that you prioritize. And if you don't have time to give feedback, that means it's not a priority for you. Or maybe you are scared. Maybe you're being indecisive. I've done this a million times. Well, I want to give this feedback, but they're working on this project or they're really busy at home or they have this going on in their personal lives. So I don't want to pile on and just being indecisive and going back and forth, trying to be kind, but at the end of the day, holding on to the feedback and especially giving it later instead of in the moment is actually not kind. 
It's also important to know that feedback is a matter of opinion. Your feedback that you give is always your opinion of a situation, and you have to do your diligence to ensure that your opinion of what happened in a situation closely aligns with the facts and the opinions of others. So, for example, if someone submits client work that is subpar, you better make darn sure that the client thinks it's subpar and it's not just you that thinks it isn't going well. I think a lot of people are also really afraid of confrontation or they lack confidence. I am not one of these people, but I would say I'm almost too far the other way where previously I would engage in confrontation. I'm not really like this as much anymore as I've chilled out as I've gotten older. But a lot of people are really afraid to engage in confrontation because it can get heated, it escalates, and it turns into a not great situation. There is another reason that people don't give feedback, and sometimes it's that they just aren't invested in the outcome or they're not invested in the person. They don't want to coach people. They think people should know better, like, oh, they've already heard this feedback and they should know better by now. If those are the thoughts that are running around in your mind and you are a leader, maybe it's time to step down from your position because you should be invested in every person that you are leading to make them a better person and a better professional. People also assign blame based on preconceived notions about others. So if there's someone who you've had to give negative feedback to multiple times or constructive feedback or who's made lots of mistakes, um, sometimes we just blame them and it's kind of subconscious without actually going through and doing our diligence and making sure that they had a large enough part in a situation and that they are the reason that it needs to be fixed. Last but not least, I would say there's just always a lack of alignment when feedback is being given. It's not often that you're giving feedback and the other person is totally standing in your shoes and understands your perspective. Often, the person that you're giving the feedback to has their own perspective of why they did something and how something went, and the truth really lies somewhere in the middle. Here are a few of my personal tips and tricks around giving feedback. Now, let me know. I feel like I have to give a disclaimer. I am in absolutely no way perfect. In fact, I have largely learned to give feedback really by straight up sucking at it when I first started. I became a manager really without any training, not that it's anyone else's fault, but I didn't do my diligence and I just started willy-nilly giving feedback to people when it needed to happen and it was definitely a little bit too straightforward and not always well received. So here are some of my tips. I keep a note in my phone where I provide myself evidence of my own perceptions. Sometimes I'll write something down and think about it for a while. And then I look at it later and I'm like, this is dumb or I was overreacting or this may not necessarily completely align with the reality that other people see. So keeping that note in my phone where I I just write down my opinions and my kind of take on a situation and often I'm able to see the sides of other people just by going back and reviewing that. One thing that Matt said during his training is that you have to interrogate reality, which I think is a really great practice. Ask yourself, what are you pretending to know and remove the fluff from every situation? Make sure that you are super present for 
every conversation. So this is something that you can actually practice by being really prepared and making sure that you are not distracted during the conversation that you're about to have. Finally, I think it's really important to make people feel valued when you are going to give them feedback. Make sure that you're listening to them. Make sure that you are opening the feedback by asking questions. Ask them if everything is okay. So like, for example, we had a client for the last month or so who just straight up was not showing up for meetings. And we were sitting there waiting every time and wondering. At first it was like, oh, okay, I'm sure they're busy. And then it was like, hmm, I wonder what's up, right? Because no no showing meetings is never really really a good sign. Then when it got to the third or fourth no-showed meeting and no responses to email, it was like, okay, something must be happening here. And so when I reached out to this client, I started it with, is everything okay? You know, is there anything I can help you with? Instead of blaming and saying, ah, you're wasting my time. Okay, a rundown of the how-to on giving feedback. It's important to preface and give a heads up, but you have to do it on the same day. Do not be one of those managers who randomly puts an invite in someone's calendar for like three days later with no context because you are all but guaranteeing that they are going to freak out for the next three days. So you want to give them like four hours or less notice. Definitely, like I said, make sure that you are prepared and that you're going to be respectful. If this is a situation that might turn into a heated situation in any way, shape, or form, I would write out what you're going to say so that you can ensure that the conversation is going to stay on the up and up. When you get to the conversation, you want to name the issue and you want to be very specific and clear. So maybe there is a specific time management issue. Maybe someone's late to every call. Maybe you're assigning someone homework and they're not actually doing it by the next time you meet with them. Um, Homework, I don't know. This isn't school, but you know what I mean. So make sure that you are specific and clear when you are naming the issue and that you're stating facts and you're not overly generalizing like, oh, I've noticed you're late. Okay. If I were the one receiving that feedback, I would be like, great. When was there a specific meeting that made you unhappy? Did you get client feedback that they didn't appreciate that I was late? Like, you know, give me the specifics of what's going on. Then make sure you're providing a very simple statement about how you are affected. So I am frustrated because clients are reaching out to me and complaining about this. And I would appreciate if the behavior could be fixed. Make sure that you state what is actually at stake. You don't want to say like, oh, it's kind of annoying that you're late. You do want to say, hey, this client has complained multiple times that you are late to meetings and they feel like their time is not being respected. And therefore, you know, we may not be able to retain them or they might ask for a new person to manage their account if you continue to be late. That is very specific and clear. And really, you're just repeating, you know, what a client said or the other feedback or the feedback that was given versus coming up with your own reasons around what might happen if the behavior continues. I think it's really important to identify your own piece and what you have contributed to the situation. 
every single time you have to give feedback, you have done something like you could have called it out earlier. You could have better managed the situation. Like if I have an employee on my team that is underperforming, I know that I probably did 10 things wrong that I could have helped fix by the time we get to this serious conversation. I should have communicated more clearly, managed expectations better, set out really clear goals, made it very clear what happens when we don't hit the goals. Um, you know, the, the manager always has blame to take. And when we just push blame off on other people, it's just a terrible, terrible leadership style. And it does not make you a good coach. And then make sure finally that you tell them that you want to resolve the issue and that you know that they can resolve it. A lot of times when I'm giving feedback to people, I tell them this is a challenge and I know that you have the capability to step up and fix this problem. All right. I hope I've convinced you today that feedback is a gift even when it sucks. It is the only way that we grow. And I can remember some of the most pivotal times in my personal and professional development came from feedback that I really didn't want to hear at the time or that pissed me off or that I was like, ah, oh, that person doesn't like me or it's not true or I took it super personally. And oftentimes when you react like that to feedback, you have to take a step back and look at yourself because there's somewhere deep down inside of you that knows it's true. All right. Thank you so much. I will talk to you on Wednesday where I am bringing back a previous guest. Actually, it's my husband, Ryan Colton, to talk about what to do when your company is struggling financially. Very timely topic with everything that's going on with layoffs and the economy and whatnot. So if you got value, if you have anyone who, like you have a friend who's a boss, a manager who struggles to give feedback, please send them this episode. Sending the episode is one of the only ways that we are growing this podcast and keeping it ad-free. So I really appreciate your help. Talk to you next time.